Oh, if you hear that music, you know that's the sign that Dave Spano's going to join us. You hear him on Saturdays, 10 o'clock, Money Talk, offering his wisdom. And I, I get the, uh, the joy of having him on my program. And I love the fact that Dave joins us. So, Dave, I was over the weekend. First of all, good morning. Good morning. So I was watching the movie. You might laugh at me. I was watching the movie The Big Shorts mm-hmm. about what happened in the, uh, the, uh, the, the loan industry, the high-risk loans, subprime loans, dangerous loans that almost sunk the country and the world's economy. So I guess I was thinking about this over the weekend after I watched that. We're not, we're not in that situation now, but there is certainly concern about the markets and where the world's economy is going. Are any similarities to that time, or is that just a one-off event that shook the markets to, and all of us to our core? Well, there's, you know, there's always a new wall of worry. <clears throat> and so you think about what was going on then. And, and if you look back historically, Steve, and look at events that caused problems, they were related to debt, right? And so that was a debt-fueled issue. Uh, you know, when they turned in, obviously it turned into a financial crisis because we had cascading failures of financial institutions in 2007, 2008. I remember going to the studio in TMJ, and every Saturday morning we'd talk about, uh, unfortunately we had to talk about what bank failed uh, on Friday night, because they would they would shutter the bank on Friday night. So Saturday morning, we talk about it. So that was an event. But you can go back and look historically all the way back to the 29 crash, which was fueled by debt. This debt that we have in this country today could seriously cause an issue. So if we could have another debt-related issue, but it would be related to the national debt, which is still... Uh, which is still not a critical issue, and I know that's going to make people's heads blow off. And the reason why is because the GDP continues to grow. Now, it's getting away from us, no doubt about it, but it's not its not uh, a pending uh, doom at the moment. So is it safe for me to say that that trauma to our world economy at the time was based on some pretty bad habits from some lenders and people well, getting into told- everybody? Yeah. It wasn't just the lenders, right? And, and, that I, and I've heard that, and I said, well, they always blame the big banks. But somebody went and said, I'm, I'm going to buy a $600,000 house when I make $35,000 a year. Well, it didn't support it. So that person went and tried to do that. They went to the mortgage initiator, who, of course, didn't give a you-know-what, and wrote that loan because they knew they were going to package that loan and sell it to a bigger bank. Mm-hmm. And then that bank was going to sell it to Merrill Lynch, or who well, I'm sorry about that, but to sell it to a big brokerage firm. Who then turned around and put it back in the pension fund of the guy who couldn't afford it in the first place. Right. So when we see consumer debt increasing, people getting further and further into debts, yep. what, what's, what's driving this, in your opinion, as somebody who looks at all this stuff? What, why are we doing this now? Is it, is it because wages aren't increasing, or just our habits are to spend? What is it? So when we went through COVID, there was all of these transfer payments that went and people had a lot of money and so people went out and spent that money now all of those savings that they had they went out and spent they had you know they had revenge travel all those things well now you're starting to see some of that money go away and so what is happening they're running it up in debt they're running it up on credit cards and and frankly people can't afford a mortgage you know at eight percent right now so they're stuck in, in a lot of the, I mean eight percent is what we're seeing in, in mortgage rates right now so they look at those things and say where am I going to go and people are borrowing more and again this and we've talked about this pick the Mendoza line I, I don't you know some in, income Mendoza line 
This certainly affects people below that Mendoza line more than above it, right? And that is really the, the concern you're having right now. There are certain people who are driving up debt in their own port, in their own uh, situations that probably can't afford it and you know, likely can't afford it. But then there's people who are spending or in the upper echelons who can't afford it. So you just can't look at it globally and, and make a you know, an event out of all of it, you have to dig down and say who's doing this and how are they doing it and where are they doing it. Well, you know, for a long time, you know, banks paid no interest on savings and, and CDs yielded almost nothing. And now that's changed. That reality is different for people. Yep. So are we seeing that, that shift in investing from, let's say, stocks and other investments to these more safer places for your money? Yeah, you, well, sure. So there is now a competition for stocks. And so for so long, when interest rates, you know, you go to the bank and they began with a decimal point, right? And so Mrs. Kuskovevich, she'd go and she wanted to take out a CD and it started with a decimal point. Well, now she has a choice, right? And it's a five, you can go and get 5% money market, you can get a 5% CD. So she, in this example, does not have to go and put her money into equity. So now equities have competition. And so, yes, there's certainly a place to do that. And now you can start to see what's happening with the yield curve where the two-year and the 30-year are starting to even out. That tells us a lot. And, of course, the Fed is meeting uh, in, in a week or so. Now, we don't expect them to change any rates. But, yes, that's a great point. There is competition for equities right now, and you know we saw this could be the third month in a row that we're negative. That's that's not a good place to be either. Dave Spano joining us, president and CEO of Annex Wealth Management, host of Money Talk heard Saturday mornings at ten right here in WTMJ. So we're in the the end days of October. We're going to have the the last two months of the final quarter of the year. Where do you, where do you look at for indications of where the market's going to go, where the economy's going to go as we finish this year? Yeah, so I think the first thing you have to look at is there's no doubt the wall of worry is there. I mean, what is happening around the world, the geopolitical risks, you know, listening to Sunday morning shows, I mean, certainly scares the heck out of you. But there's certainly geopolitical risks that, that are there. The interest rates, as we talked about, is high. In inflation, as I said to you earlier in the year, and I'm sure you'll remember that this inflation could become structural and sticky, right? But on the other side, We've still got strong employment, and that continues to, to, to be there. GDP is growing. We're going to have a nice number, whatever it is, 4% of growth in this country, and that is a good thing. So that all of these economists who said that we're going to for sure have a recession in 2023, and I said, hmm, anytime they're all on one side of the room, you better be <laughs> careful, and here we are. We don't have a recession. And so now you look at you know where is where, where are we going, should you invest. We're going to get a lot of reports this week from earnings reports from the tech companies, for example. You're going to hear from Apple, and you're going to hear from Alphabet, and Microsoft, and IBM, and Amazon, Intel. They're all coming out this week, and we'll have to see if they continue to be the big seven. The big seven companies continue to really drive the market. Energy continues to happen. We saw another another story of one of the energy companies going out and buying another production company where Chevron bought Hess. Uh, the other day, we saw ExxonMobil buying Pioneer. So engine, so energy continues to be a sector as well. So there are places to be. Money markets and CDs are a place to be. Uh, and, and so there's still a portfolio design that, that could really uh, do well in an environment like this. And again, the market continues to crawl up the wall of worry and has been doing my entire 40-year career. He is Dave Spano, host of Money Talk Saturday mornings at 10 right here in WTMJ. And my guest every Monday here at... Around ten thirty-five. So, as we look to the weeks ahead, Dave, what what say you, you talked a little bit about some of the positives, 
The negatives are what we we think. Don't think the Fed's going to raise the rate. What's what else is out there that we're worried about? Well, for sure, for sure, geopolitical. I mean, what happens? I mean, two carrier strike groups. You know, when they talk about you know one of those uh, those flat tops out there, you know those 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 that's a carrier strike group. There's a, whatever there is nine major ships that are going with her, right? And there's two of those out there, and so this could really could be a problem. So, you know, we're going to watch this geopolitical risk for sure. That could un- unnerve the market. Technically, we're not in a good spot. You know, you look, we look, the market's trading under the 200-day moving average. That's generally not a good spot in three months in a row. The flip side of that is maybe we're oversold and energy could, uh, could, it could take, you know, the earnings are going to look good as we go into the end of the year. But Steve, you look at all this stuff and you say, where am I going to invest? We are not going to look over the next two months, and and our clients don't don't as well. We go, I want to retire in five years or eight years, so let's uh, open up the aperture a little bit on the camera and say, let's take a look at a longer-term picture where we could have a hiccup. Nobody knows, not the Federal Reserve, not the President of the United States, not, not the admirals who are running these ships know what's going to happen over the next 60 days. So let's just uh, make sure we manage the risk and you can sleep at night with your portfolio. Hey, real quick, because we've been highlighting this month, October is National Estate Planning Month. Real quick, why is that important for people? Well, there's so many people. There's 50% of Americans who do not have even a simple will. And so if you go through that process and, and you die intestate without a will, uh, it certainly leaves a mess for your family. So you can go through, even though people don't want to talk about uh, their own situation, it's better that you do that and you can control it. And you, even if you need a, a, a living will or a living trust, you can go through those process and get that done. It's not expensive to get to get it through and not leave your family with a mess. And I can tell you, uh, for all of these years, Steve, we come through and, and people come in and, and it really puts a lot of pressure on siblings and children when they come in and mom and dad didn't take care of it. So go through and get it done and, and really look to the future. It really will relieve your children of a lot of stress. Where I go, AnnexWealth.com, and you should go as well. Dave Spano, always great to talk to you. Always, uh, Steve, have a good day. All right. Dave Spano, president and CEO of Annex Wealth Management, as I said, host of Money Talk, heard right here on Saturday mornings on WTMJ. All right, after the break, I got a good news story pulled right from CBS Sunday morning. I love that show, and I, I, I like to, you know, we talk about a lot of things that are concerning. This is one of those stories that makes you feel good. We're going to play it for you in its entirety. It's only a couple minutes. Um, it is a great positive story on this monday when we're trying to deal with the the, what third straight loss for the packers and some other news that's a little darker so let's pick it up a bit we'll do it after the break right here on wtmj now